The last words of any man are significant, but how much more when those last words are spoken by the God-man, the Lord Jesus? In today's study, we visit the cross and listen to the final words of Christ spoken just before his death. You will find that they hold tremendous truth and application for all of us who live on this side of the cross. Open your Bible and let's join Scott Pauley now at Calvary. It has been said that the last words of any man are significant because it reveals what's in his heart, what's in his mind, what's in the depths of his being. When, when everything fades away, when everything else recedes, what is left? Well, if that's true of a normal man, I just want to say to you, the last words of Jesus must be given special attention because these are not just the words of any man. These are the words of the God-man. Over the next several studies, we're going to examine the cries from the cross, the final words that Jesus spoke before he died. And they're not just history. Oh, my friend, they're a revelation of God to us. And they're deeply practical and very applicable to us where we are today. Before we come to the, ca- the cross of Calvary, I want to begin with one verse today from early in his ministry. In John chapter number 7 and verse number 46, Jesus has been speaking. He's been teaching and answering questions. And the Bible says in John seven forty-six, the officers answered, never man spake like this man. No one has ever talked like this before. Never man spake like this man. May I say to you, that was true from the first word he ever uttered until the final word that he uttered from the cross. And it is still true today. No one speaks like Jesus. Do you remember, it was also John that told us that when Christ came, he came full of grace and truth. There are some people that speak graciously, uh, but they don't tell you the truth. There are other people that tell you the truth, and they do it without any love and tenderness at all. Jesus was the embodiment of both, and when he opened his mouth and spoke, that's what came out. The word of the living God, filled with the Spirit of God, came out. And here's what's truly amazing. That not only was the case when he was teaching the multitudes and when the, when the crowds were gathered around him, it was also true when he was hanging on that tree. Now think of this. At the hardest moment of his life, at the lowest hour he had ever lived, it was still grace and truth coming out of him. You see, whatever's on the inside, when, when you really get broken up, whatever's on the inside is what's going to come out. And when his earthly vessel was broken, it was the beauty and the love and the grace and the truth of God that flowed out. I, I want to say with those officers, never man spake like this man. I've been thinking recently about famous last words. Did you know that people that do not know God, who reject the truth, who say no to Christ, when they die, they die differently than those who know the Lord. Uh, Those that know the Lord, they have hope. They have peace. They have a certain confidence, not in themselves, but in God. They die differently, and they speak differently when they die. I have before me a number of the famous last words of certain people. Let me give you a little sampling. Here are some famous last words of some lost men, people that did not know the Lord. An infidel by the name of Kay, when he cried, his last three words were these words, hell, hell, 
hell. They said that his family could not stand his groans. Literally, those that loved him most fled from the room till he died because he was dying in such torment and torture. He was facing one thing. He was facing hell. Voltaire, a famous infidel, said this at the end of his life, I am abandoned by God and man. I'll give you half of what I'm worth if you'll give me six months' life. Then I shall go to hell, and you will go with me. And his final words were these, O Christ, O Jesus Christ. How tragic to think that the man who spent his entire life trying to convince everybody else that there was no Christ, that there was no Savior, at the end had to acknowledge that there truly was, and he did not know him. He wasn't ready to meet him. Edward Gibbon said this, This day may be my last. I will agree that the immortality of the soul is at times a very comfortable doctrine. All this is now lost, finally irrevocably lost. All is dark and doubtful. Can you imagine ending that way? All hope lost. He lost. His soul lost. What about Thomas Hobbes, the philosopher? He wrote Leviathan, and he was a very clever man. When he died, he said, If I had the whole world, I would give it to live one day. I shall be glad to find a hole to creep out of the world at. And his final words were these, about to take a leap in the dark. Friends, I want to tell you, for a Christian, there is no leap in the dark. It's stepping into the light. Thomas Paine, you know Thomas Paine, who wrote The Age of Reason. Uh, he, he built everything on logic and nothing on faith. He said this at the end of his life, I would give worlds if I had them that The Age of Reason had not been published. Oh, Lord, help me. Christ, help me. Oh, God, what have I done to suffer so much? But there is no God. But if there should be, what will become of me hereafter? Stay with me for God's sake. Send even a child to stay with me, for it is hell to be alone. If ever the devil had an agent, I have been that one. I don't know about you, friend, but I, I would hate to think that myself or someone I knew and loved ended that way. And may I say to you today, if you don't know Jesus as your personal Savior, get ready for the biggest day of your life. It is the day you're going to meet him face to face. Trust him now. End with hope and peace and joy. Let your last words be ones of confidence in Christ. On the contrast of that, what about the last words of D.L. Moody? Moody said, earth recedes, heaven opens before me. It is beautiful. It is like a trance. If this is death, it is sweet. There's no valley here. God is calling me and I must go. This is my triumph. This is my coronation day. I've been looking forward to it for years. Augustus Toplady, who wrote Rock of Ages, said, Oh, what delights! Who can fathom the joy of the third heaven? The sky is clear. There's no cloud. Come, Lord Jesus, come quickly. Now, Francis Ridley Havergal said, Beautiful. Too good to be true. Splendid to be so near the gate of heaven. So beautiful to go. What about John Wesley? He said, The best of all is God is with us. Farewell. I don't know about you. That sounds like quite a Quite a different ending uh, from the ones I read to you a moment ago. David Brainerd wrote in a letter to his brother. Remember, he died at 29. He just said, I declare now I'm dying. I would not have spent my life otherwise for the whole world. There is nothing in the world worth living for but doing good and finishing God's work, doing the work that Christ did. I see nothing else in the world that can yield any satisfaction besides living to God, pleasing Him, 
and doing his whole will. And then, what about Catherine Booth? When she was dying, you, you remember Catherine Booth, co-founder of the Salvation Army? She said this, The waters are rising, but so am I. I'm not going under. I'm going up. I wonder, what would you like your last words to be? Over the next few studies, we're going to examine the famous last words of Jesus Christ, and I want to tell you, if you can come to know and love Christ and have your confidence in Christ and see the way he ended, not defeated, but as the victor, then, dear one, you can end in victory too. That's right. You can finish your course with joy. You can take your last breath with hope and confidence in Almighty God. Lord, teach us in these days not only the last words of Christ, but how the work of Christ affects us both for time and for all of eternity. May the Holy Spirit be our teacher and God's Word be our guide. In Jesus' name, amen. Can you hear the cries from the cross? In each of these Holy Spirit-inspired words, God has a message for us. We hope that through this study, you will come to know and love the Lord Jesus in a deeper way. For more information on a personal relationship with Christ or for helpful devotional resources, please visit us at enjoyingthejourney.org. You will have access to hundreds of articles, full-length Bible messages, and the complete Enjoying the Journey broadcast library. Remember that only as you follow God's Word will you find Christ's joy.